Hey, good evening, guys. It's me, Neil the Deal. Thanks for coming out here. Talkingfight.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Boxing 101 with me, Neil the Deal. Uh, Monday's obviously 8.30. And here we are talking about the big fights on the weekend. The big fight's coming up. The uh, the predictions I had, we kind of were up and down, obviously, guys, if you watched the last episode. But that's all right. We're, we're, we're still way ahead of the game as far as uh, laying our bets. And that's all you got to be. You got to be 60%. That makes you a pro when you're a Better. so keep it up hopefully uh you know. so let's uh let's talk a little bit about what happened on the weekend we all know that i it was the huge 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 fight of the year and uh there was so much anticipation there was so much build up uh there's it really it it, it was it was it, i liked it it was it was good i liked it uh the you know the lead up to it all the stuff obviously there were all kinds of different things happening uh, with both camps I mean, the trainers were going at it in the press conference. If you want to check that out, I really like that. Uh, the fighters, to me, didn't seem like they had. They really hated each other. You know, this is a this is the biggest fight of your life. I mean, I can respect them for being, uh, you know, stand up, diligent, proper, all that jazz. But there, there was a little element of almost they were going to go out after the fight and have dinner or something at the keg or I don't know, right? You know, Canyon Creek or whatever. But it it, it just didn't come across the fighters themselves to me come across each other that it was kind of they should have just been a little more a little more oomph the trainers definitely at the press conference guys check it out they went at it big time i thought they were gonna like throw down it was it was awesome i was like wow these guys really don't like each other so that the fight itself guys big 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 fight uh saturday night there las vegas I believe this I, i'm pretty sure Anyways, uh, it was Spence Jr., the champion, three belts against uh, Crawford with the one belt, going for the unified, the whole big shebanga and the the ring magazine, vacant ring magazine. Uh, I believe it's a belt, you know, the ring belt. So anyways, uh, the fight was uh, a little bit, I would say, I was not expecting that domination. I have to give Terrence Crawford all the, the like, all, that was an amazing display of boxing. All right, I've watched thousands and thousands and thousands of fights in my life, and I'm telling you, that was a tactical, uh, strategic, uh, absolute shillelaghing destruction of Spence, and uh, they had a great game plan going in. I knew he was going to be really, really tough. I mean, I called Spence. I lost. But uh, Spence, I, I didn't look into a couple of things that at the end of the day probably a bit of a deterrent i mean he he kind of uh fought enough uh kept up his chops enough he kind of got a little complacent i think just a bit um he also i don't think he had the greatest game plan going in and uh because of he's a natural 147 i liked him i i i just told you guys that i, I thought he had to use like take crawford's body yeah he's got to hit crawford in the body he couldn't even get near crawford's body crawford was out of control he dominated. His counter punching was the best I've almost ever seen. He did. He he was blocking shots like uh, like Spence did not have a chance. Next thing you know, by the second third round, I mean the first round, we all know Spence came out. He came out really well. But again, Crawford, he's he's known as a bit of a slow starter. But it was a complete wipeout. Honestly, I was completely surprised that they even let it go as long as it did. I mean, four knockdowns. Spence had never been knocked down in his career. 
Uh, Crawford was just throwing overhand rights, uh, doubling up on the right hooks inside. He was listening to his trainers, you could tell, because in between rounds they talk in the corners. And he was uh, doing exactly what his trainers were telling him, and he was very calm, cool, and collected. I got to say, it was a fantastic display. I loved the way at the end of the fight, after the fight, he was so gracious uh, with everything, thanking God, of course, God, number one, myself, too. I wouldn't be here without God. And uh, thank you, God. And he did a, he did a fantastic job just uh, all around, you know. And he did have a lot of uh, question marks earlier on in his career. Guys were sort of not thinking he was the guy. He really didn't have the talent. He kind of had to move his way up. But, man, did he – he has, and he has absolutely – he's convinced me. He's definitely the best fighter in the world, no doubt. I'm going to tell you, too, uh, here's just a quick question, guys. If, if you want to comment in or anything, feel free. and uh, Or next week we'll talk about it if – I was thinking now, if Floyd Mayweather was in his prime at 35 and Terrence Crawford was in his prime at 35, which he is right now, and they had a fight, a huge mega fight, who would you take between those two guys? Well, I'm going to wait for next week to give you my answer. But anyways, who would you take? Mayweather, Crawford in their primes. It's an interesting an interesting fight. Uh, but Crawford really, he really pulled up his socks that night, like Saturday, and he showed me that he is definitely one of the absolute best in the game right now. So congratulations to both of you. Spence, I hope you're all right. I know that you uh, were having some eye problems before the fight too and stuff. All these little factors. He did look a little beaten and bruised by the third or fourth round. So uh, his, you know, his vision eventually was uh, impaired and, uh, and Crawford basically looked like he was, he was, he was just, it was like a day at the office. He really, he didn't, I don't even think he sweat that much. It was unbelievable. And his accuracy, his punching accuracy, I believe it was almost 60%. Like landing his eyes, he landed something like 60 or 65% of his power shots. Like it, this is unheard of numbers. And he tactically took him down in every facet of the game. I mean, he just got outclassed big time. So, all to you guys, it was a great fight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I'm sure they have a full length on YouTube. Uh, any of the other platforms, maybe have it. Check out some sites. You know, uh, go to Top Rank, different sites like that. They should have the full fight. But, man, uh, very, very interesting. I'm not 100% surprised by any means. And uh, I'm really looking forward to Crawford's going to fight next. That's the big question. Is there going to be a rematch? Um, you know, remember, guys, in that one, the draw? It just didn't happen. It was a it was a blowout. So let's get on to the next uh, next fight. Uh, there was a couple there that I liked on the weekend. Donaire uh, lost unanimous decision uh, to Santiago. That was a great fight. I was surprised that Santiago was able to get inside so well because he's shorter guy and Donaire has that wicked uh, left hook, left uh, a power hook. Uh, I was surprised that Santiago basically walked through his power and. Uh, I mean, there was a big age difference, obviously, Donaire's uh, getting up in age, but it was a good fight. It wasn't uh, wasn't a blow by any means, but uh, Santiago, really, he did win the fight. He pressured uh, Donaire, and, and, uh, and Donito, Donito just didn't have an answer. Congratulations to Santiago. Great fight. Check that one out as well. And uh, we also looked at the uh, Sinisa Estrada one. Uh, I really like her. Guys, it was talking about her on the Friday night panel with Tim she's a, a woman's fighter 
And uh, she's really moving up the ranks, like big time. Like she's really, really kicking, kicking it up a notch. So uh, keep your eye out for Sinisa. I believe she won a unanimous decision, uh, 10 rounder, eight rounder, whatever it was exactly. Can't remember, but I watched the fight. She had a great fight. She basically took, you know, almost every round. There were some moments where the, the you know, the other fighter was, was giving it, giving it to her. Like she didn't back it up, back down, but she got back up. You know what I mean? So congratulations to uh, Sinisa and uh, looking forward to your next fight as well. So that was basically on the working out. The big fight was the one. So let's uh, let's move on to uh, let's move on to this week and see what we got on the skid. It's looking uh, it's looking a little not like there's fights all the time around the world and stuff. And I just like to talk about a few here. Talk and fight. I hope you enjoy it. That my opinion of what's what's racing fight guys. It's interesting in, interesting in many, many ways. Uh, it's going to be from the American Airlines Center in Dallas, USA. That'll be Saturday, August 5th, 2023. It's a 10-round uh, event at the catch weight of 185 pounds, 13.2 stone, uh, 83.9 kilograms. And that would be, you know, a catch weight. So it is. The fight this weekend I'm looking at is, yes, Mr. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz. We all know who Jake Paul is. He kind of runs like me. We're YouTube guys. I mean, he's obviously uh, not as good looking as me. He's definitely not stronger than me. There's no chance. That's not happening. But, um, you know, he's, he's putting himself out there. So I got I got to give him that. I mean, you got to have more talent than just being a host, I guess, or whatever else he does. I don't really follow the guy. But anyways... He's a YouTube guy. If you haven't heard Jake Paul, he's a nice guy. I've seen a few of his videos. He's funny. He does some really cool stuff. So, Jake, good work, man. Just playing with you. You know that. Uh, and Nate Diaz, we all know him from the MMA. MMA, one of the Diaz brothers out of Compton, California. These brothers, the Diaz brothers, are bad, bad, bad type guys. They definitely rolled in the streets. Uh, they, they, they have no scruples about talking about their upbringing and how they lived and you know, how, what they had to do to get to where they are. And I always like Nate Diaz, you know, why? because these guys, the Diaz brothers are real. They, they, every time they fight in MMA, because this is actually his debut in pro boxing, Nate Diaz, um, he, you know, he gives it all he's got. He gives everything he's got. I mean, he is definitely in my top two or three favorite guys because he leaves it all on the table in the MMA fights. He can be bloody, beaten, hurt, uh, broken limbs. He's still going. This guy, he, he's, he's, he's an amazing athlete. Uh, and I like the way that he's, he's got a cockiness to him because, yeah, he grew up in basically a place where he had to fight to survive. And, and, and people have to fight in, to survive in, in that region. So all to him, he's, he, him and his brother are a really good MMA fighter. So it'll be interesting, you know, how he's going to make the turnover to boxing. Now, the thing that makes me laugh about this a little bit is that MMA – Everybody, when, when that all came out, we all know when that came out, you know, the Chuck Liddells and the, you know, Joe, Tito Ortiz and all these guys, Randy Couture and Rampage Jackson, it goes on and on. Those were big spectacle fights. Now they've kind of watered down the MMA thing. I always told you it's just glorified street fighting anyways. It really, I mean, it is a sport, but, it, you know, whatever. 
And uh, now these guys, instead of uh, their careers, I guess they're at the end of their MMA careers, they're coming over to the boxing community and deciding that they're going to now be boxers. So this will, I mean, Conor McGregor tried it with what, Floyd Mayweather and blah, 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 a couple other guys, whatever. But it's, uh, it's a different, it's a different uh, cat boxing compared to MMA. We all know very little similarity, really. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Jake Paul, six and one. Uh, he's 26 years old. Uh, he's got like uh, five knockouts, I believe, or four or five knockouts. Uh, Nate Diaz, 38 years old. He's a little older guy, obviously. What's that going to be? Like 12 years older. So he's actually quite a bit older. Um, and he's O and O. So this is the debut for Nate Diaz. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, Jake Paul has, has had a few fights. I mean, I saw him fight Tyrone Woodley. Uh, he lost his last fight. I know that against some guy like he. He's not really up against the, the heavy-duty competition, but that's fine. He's in there, and he's learning, and he's doing well. And I, I, I support him. I like Jake. He's fine. You know, and it's cool. He's a pretty cool cat, I think. So it's going to be interesting how he's going to deal with this Nate Diaz guy because this guy's like a pit bull on a smarty. Like, he will just tear you to pieces. If, you, if you're not looking, man, he's going he's gonna to hit you, and he, he throws bombs. So interesting fight. Check it out. Saturday night. Let's go through a little bit more on that. The ring walk is going to be 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Time, and 4 a.m. British Standard Time. So wherever you are, that's when the boys are going to be walking it out. Broadcast is going to be DAZN. All right, one of my favorites. DAZN, I love DAZN. Uh, Pay-per-view, it's a pay-per-view event. Uh, that'll start at, on DAZN, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 2 a.m. Uh, British Standard Time. So you can also stream it on the DAZN app as well as all the other ones. You guys can check it out. But, yeah, get that done. Now the odds on the fight, we got uh, Jake Paul minus 330, minus 330, and uh, Nate Diaz plus 260, plus 260. Now the 260 is kind of attractive, you know, because really anything can happen in a fight like this. These guys are really not professional fighters. So that that lucky punch could happen. I don't know. I just think I think Jake Paul will win this fight. Uh, Diaz is going to give it all he's got, as we all know. The power Jake Paul is. You know, I've seen Diaz. He he throws multiple punches, but and they are hard. But I think Paul's going to somehow get the better of him. He's got a little more experience in this thing, even though he's only in what his eighth fight or something of this sort. So I'm going to take Jake Paul with a win. It's going to be unanimous decision. I think it'll go all the way. I think Diaz is tough enough to stick it in there. He's definitely not going to give up. So I, I'm going with Jake Paul, unanimous decision, maybe split decision, who knows, uh, in that fight. So I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. Hope you guys do too. Now, there's undercard fights that night too, and I really like them. Uh, we'll go over those quick. Uh, undercard, this is the uh, second time they fought. Amanda Serrano versus Heather Hardy. Now, Amanda Serrano is one of my favorite fighters as well. Uh, she's she's a very She's a veteran. Uh, she's she's multiple title winner in multiple divisions. Uh, she's a, a gem, a real gem. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I know Layla McCarter, who was on Brooke Show a couple weeks ago. If you guys get a chance, watch Brooke Show. Uh, Layla McCarter's interview with Brooke on uh, on uh, No No Mercy, right? Brooke Deardorff, amazing. It was a great it was a great great interview. And Layla McCarter, I, I believe she did fight Amanda Serrano earlier on in her career. I believe she lost. She talked about it. And uh, 
Serrano's Serrano's been around and uh, she's got a, she's got a big big record here. So she's 44 and two and one with 30 knockouts. She's 34 years old. Gives her a, a knockout percentage of 65 percent. And she's fighting. This is going to be in the featherweight division, by the way. Heather Hardy. Now Heather Hardy, I I, I kind of heard a rumbling, but she I didn't realize she's 41 years old. So she's out there fighting at 41. So good for Heather. Uh, she's 24 and two. She only has four KOs, so I don't think she's got much power, but she's got a lot of wins. So it could be interesting. It is, again, flyweight, 126, 126 pound, nine stone, or 57.1 kilograms. Now, the ring walk for that one, guys, is going to be 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 3 a.m. British Standard Time. Uh, that's on the same card, so it will be earlier than the uh, than the main event. And that'll be on the zone pay-per-view. So you guys can check it out. Amanda Serrano, odds minus a thousand. Got to put down a thousand to win a hundred with Amanda. Uh Jennifer Hardy plus 750. Plus 750. I don't think there's any uh doubt here. Amanda Serrano's gonna win this fight. I'm gonna take her uh knockout sixth round, seventh round. I think she's gonna she's gonna have a big one. And uh this is fight two. So they've they have fought before. I I'm pretty sure they have fought before. This is fight two. This right. So we'll see what happens. I think Amanda's gonna come out the winner. So check her out. Might not make a lot. There could be some prop bets or this or that. Just marrying it up with something that you you know you feel comfortable with. And there you go. You got yourself a little bit of a little bit of beer money or whatever for the weekend you want. You know, take the kids to Dairy Queen, whatever, right? All right. So uh the last fight I'm gonna talk about, guys, it's also on that card. It is uh it's an eight-rounder. It's uh it's between Ashton Silve and William Silva. It's in the lightweight division. Here we go with the lightweight division again, guys. Uh, these guys are up and comers, but I'm liking this Ashton Sil uh, Silva. Silva Hales, he's got some power. He's in, uh, you know, lightweight, 135. All the lightweights are so many, and there's all these guys coming up in lightweight. I don't know. That division and the welterweight division, they're just stacked. So he's, uh, and he's fighting a veteran here. Uh, William Silva is, is 30 and 4. Uh, he's got 18 knockouts. And uh, I really, I'm really looking at that as just being. A oh, here we go. So Silva is assigned to Jake Paul's MVP promotions. Interesting. So that's that that yeah, Silva. So yeah, that's interesting. Is it is it Silva or Silva? Which one is on Jake Paul's? Was it Silva or Silva? Anyways, Silvia and Serrano. Oh, and Serrano. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, right on. So he's definitely, yeah. Okay, I got you. You spelled that wrong. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so interesting. So Jake Paul's uh promotional company has a couple of fighters signed to here on the on the bill too. So that you know, all the best to him. I hope it goes well. So enjoy the fights. It'll be interesting. Like I say, a YouTube guy against a MMA guy. It's kind of a bit Mickey Mouse boxing club. We know it's like, you know, it's like going to get an ice cream or something. But we'll see how it works out, guys, literally. Um, like I say, it's it, I don't know what's happening with these kind of things. They're not really big fights to me personally. Uh, I kind of think they're more of publicity stunts, to be honest with you. And uh, I've always said boxing is the number one sport in the world and always will be. MMA is definitely second rate, unfortunately. 
Uh, I mean, all two of them, they're very talented people, but boxers are definitely on a different level, as we all know. So thanks a lot for coming out, guys. Really appreciate it. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell anytime you want to check me out and any of the other Talk and Fight hosts here at TalkandFight.com. All the shows are going great. I want to thank all the hosts. I want to say hi to a bunch of my buddies out there. Uh, we'll say hi to Andy. We'll say hi. You know what? We're going to say hi to Pete Tiveron and Danny Sturgeon. How you doing, boys? I heard you heard about me. Uh, yeah. Right on. I heard you had a good laugh. So that's good. Uh, Darren, I'd like to say hi to Darren. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, all my friends, you know, this and family, thanks a lot. I'm going to be seeing my sister this week. I'm having a good – this week will be great. You know, get to see my little sister. So, thanks. Fights are going to be great, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to see how this uh, this uh, this Jake Paul thing ends up with uh, with Nate Diaz. I always like Nate Diaz, so best of luck, guys, in that one. Always, guys, get better, not bitter. Here, boxing 101, Neil the Deal. We'll see you on Friday the panel with uh, the two-time world champion Tim Witherspoon, as well as Grumpy Graham, myself, the big man Mikey Orr, and obviously the Schwab. Blue eyes and so see you then, guys. Have a good week. Take care.